0: Started off as a services company back in 2005, then pivoted in 2010 into a SaaS company, now serving 11,000 customers that paid about 200, 300 bucks per month, doing 2.6 million bucks per month, or about 31 million bucks per year in terms of SaaS run rate, another 9 million on top of that in terms of professional services. They've done this by just raising 12 million bucks in capital, cash flow positive every month, adding 500,000 bucks in free cash flow to their bank account. 580 people based between Belgium, US, New York City, and other remote locations, 20% revenue churn per year, that's gross, 30% net expansion means he's got about 110% net revenue retention annually, spending $2,400 to get a new customer, so a 12-month payback period. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Fabian Pinkas. He is the founder and CEO of a company called UDU. Fabian, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right, open-source business apps. Tell us more about what you guys are focused on at UDU.
1: So we basically do a suite of business apps from CRM, website builder, accounting, manufacturing, inventory. Those are individual business but if you install several, they fully integrate to each other's. Yep. We have a SaaS version as well as an on-premise version.
0: Okay. And if you break down your last 12 months revenue versus SaaS versus on-prem, how much was SaaS? Uh,
1: it's more or less 50-50. Oh, 50-50. But oh. I would say that even the on-premise are SaaS. It's just uh, hosted by someone else. Got partners. it.
0: So both kind of both SaaS model. And can you give me a general sense of scale today? What are you doing per month?
1: We are in MRR, we are $2.6 million per month or 65% per year.
0: Okay. Sorry. You cut out there. So you're doing 2.6 million per month.
1: Yes. In MRR.
0: And, and you, and what were you doing exactly a year ago in December of
1: 2017? Uh, in billing for the year will be around $44 million.
0: Sorry. What, what was your growth rate over the past 12 months?
1: Growth is sixty-four percent.
0: Okay, sixty-four percent. So you were doing about one point five million per month exactly a year ago.
1: Some some
0: some something like that. Yeah. And then and then grew that you said sixty-four percent? Yes. That's great. Very good. Where did help us understand uh kind of more about where this growth is coming from? How are you signing up customers?
1: Um um, we, we, we do have two channels. One is direct, so on our SaaS platform directly. And we sell with the partners who offer the product on-premise. Okay. so what and they ki- both grow at the, same, more at the same
0: speed. What kickback are you paying partners? Is it a 20%, 30 50% commission?
1: Uh, it ranges from 10 to 20 Okay, the ten The smallest have 10 and the largest have 20%. 10 to
0: 20%. Interesting. Okay. And put all this on a, on a, before we get too much into the numbers here, put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch the company? What year?
1: Oh, I launched the company 13 years ago when I went back from the university. When
0: I... Oh, that's great. So 2005.
1: Yes. And I bootstrapped the company. So it was very slow at the beginning. I was alone. Second year I was alone. Then two people, then four Then eight. So it, take, it took a lot of time.
0: How many people today?
1: 600 no 580
0: 580 and where's everybody based
1: um 50 are in belgium 30 percent are in the u.s san francisco we also have an office in new york and the rest uh, across asia and middle east
0: okay very good so belgium u.s new york city and remote locations and are you still bootstrapped today or have you raised capital
1: no we raised uh, ten million euros so 12 million dollars
0: okay 12 million bucks and and uh and why did you decide to raise? I mean, it sounds like you've had a lot of success growing it. Basically, with, I mean, with, with little capital in the company, when did you decide it was the right moment to raise?
1: So, um, when we were 100 people, we were doing 1 million in revenue per year. Um, we wanted to switch the business model because we started as a service company doing implementation service to uh, our direct customer in Belgium, and then we had to. We wanted to switch to a more vendor-style business model. Uh, selling subscription instead of selling services. So we had to stop all our service activities from one day to another and focus on building the partner network who would do the service for us. Yep. So it was quite risky and at that time, so we raised four million dollar uh, to do the pivot.
0: Interesting, and what year was that?
1: It was in 2010.
0: 2010, okay. And so how many customers do you have today?
1: 11,000. Okay, 11,
0: uh, 11 million would be a lot.
1: <laughs> to, we, we actually have four millions of users because we do have a lot of free users because of the open source nature of do.
0: Yeah. So if I take, if I take your 2.6 million you're doing per month today and I divide mm. 11,000 customers into that, that means each customer is paying on average 200 or 300 bucks a month. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and your current run rate, I can take 2.6 million times 12. You're doing about 31 million in annual run rate right now.
1: No, we do more because uh, we have non-recurring revenues.
0: I see, but just recurring thirty-one million. Yes, yeah. And the non-recurring, what is, what is that? Installation fees for the on-prem stuff.
1: Yeah, it's uh, implementation service. So import of the data, training, coaching, customization.
0: Interesting. Walk me through how you scale that. How many people on your five hundred eighty-person team are in charge of kind of the onboarding, one-time
1: revenue stuff? Um, close to one hundred twenty.
0: 120 okay interesting and is that a lower is that a low do do you run cohort analysis on people that do have professional services on their account versus not in other words is is lifetime value or churn lower when you do like have implementation fees on an account
1: yes it changes a lot how much um the if they don't have a service we have a churn of 30 percent on the first year if I do, if they do use the service, we are closer to 15-20% depending on the size.
0: And blended together, what's your annual revenue churn? Sorry? Blended blend all your customers together, what's your annual revenue churn?
1: Uh, it's close to 20%?
0: Okay. And, and and what It's
1: decreasing a lot because we changed the business model of 2 years ago. So most of the customer who churn today are based on are the ones who purchased based on the old business model.
0: Yeah. Okay, so 20% revenue churn, I assume that's gross annually. Do you have any expansion
1: revenue? Yes, it's 30%. So the net churn is around minus 10.
0: Got it, yeah. So 30% net expansion, which means if I take 30% net expansion minus 20% churn, you have 110% net revenue retention. Yes. Where's most of the expansion coming from? What are you upselling?
1: Um, Two things. More apps. So they expand in the company. So they would start with a CRM and then they... They want to use the website or accounting or inventory and the number of users. Usually they start small and put more people on board. Mm -hmm. One
0: of the things that's remarkable to me, Fabian, about your business model is, I mean, you have apps for email marketing and invoicing and a CRM. But you could say, okay, how do they beat MailChimp on email marketing? How do they beat FreshBooks on invoicing? And how do they beat HubSpot's free CRM on the CRM? Because these are companies built basically exclusively around those things. Would you credit your success really to the fact that it's all in one?
1: Yes. If you need one application, you have a lot of competition. Like, as you said, if you need task management, you will have Trello and that kind of thing. But if you need two or three apps... There is nobody more. You have to go to the ERP like SAP or Microsoft Dynamics, who are very complex. So as long as you need two or three apps, uh, it's much easier to use Odoo rather than trying to integrate different apps together.
0: Yeah. When you when you go out and, and sign up a new two hundred or three hundred dollar a month customer, what's your fully weighted CAC look like?
1: Uh, say that again. What's, what's
0: the? What's your fully weighted customer
1: acquisition cost? Ah, it's, it depends if it's if it's direct or indirect. Okay. If we sell directly, it's 2,000 euros or 2.5, 2.4 thousand dollars. If it's uh, through a partner, it's
0: 1.2. Okay. Now, does that 1.2 include the kickback to the partner?
1: Uh, it's, inc- yes. It it's does. Includes the commission of the partner.
0: Okay. And what percent of your new sales are direct versus indirect?
1: Uh, it's 50-50.
0: 50-50. Okay. So if we did get to a blended number, it'd be something like 1,800 know, 1, US dollars. For, for yes. but even though you have two very distinct cohorts, direct and indirect, yeah. So, worst case, 2400 bucks, you're going direct, your payback period there is what about 12 months to get your money back?
1: Um, yeah, actually, it's, as we sell per year, most of our contracts we with the payback is quite it's instantly that's great. But yes, I,
0: I want to dive more into where you're spending that money when you do go direct, but first, I have to ask you, you said you listen to the show, right? Yes. What, why, why do you listen and you know what you're getting into? Why would you agree to come on? I'm enjoying this, by the way, but I'm curious why you agreed to come on.
1: <laughs> uh, I think I was curious.
0: <laughs> curious about what? You, you want to say, is Nathan a nice guy? Uh, or?
1: I, no, I never did a show, so I wanted to know if uh, I could do it. Or uh, For me, it's more an experience for myself.
0: <laughs> I th- Well, listen, I, how do you feel you're doing?
1: Um, uh, the question is for you, actually.
0: (laughs) I think you're doing, I think you're doing great. I think the audience is going to love it. You know, it's my job. A lot of people come on and kind of spout random stuff like we're the best or we're number one. It's much more viable when someone like you comes on and shares numbers and then lessons on top of the numbers. So let's continue doing that $2,400 CAC. Where do you spend that money? Typically, what's the growth channel you use?
1: Uh, we don't spend a lot in marketing compared to our our competitors. We do spend a lot in the products. So usually the best marketing uh, impact we have is when we release a new version. Every time we release a new version from one month to another, we have an increase of the lead by 20%.
0: Okay. And when you say new version, you mean you're adding like a new app, like invoicing, or you're reworking the whole no, architecture? Uh,
1: a big new version. So all the apps are improved at once. We do that once a year. So once a year, we have a growth of leads from 20 to 25 percent just because of the new version.
0: Interesting. Okay, when you do like, how much money are you spending per month today directly on like paid paid activities?
1: Oh nothing. Uh, search and, search engine activities maybe 20k. Okay. Per month. and some billboard and some other ads maybe 20k extra. S- sorry, what was the second one? Uh, billboards on the um, on the street.
0: Oh, billboards. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Um, Okay. And do they, I mean, how do you track if the billboards work?
1: Uh, It's impossible to track. It's just a word of mouth. We hear people talking about it and that's it.
0: Fabian. We saw you on the billboard. Like amazing. We signed up yesterday. (laughs)
1: we don't know but we don't spend that much we spend a few hundred K per year on that kind of thing so
0: well uh, to you uh, by the way I look at it as a percentage of revenue right so yeah very small percentage of revenue for you now now the the fixed number for someone maybe only doing 10 grand a month in revenue that would be a very large number but uh makes sense for where you're at in terms of scale are you guys profitable today or no
1: yes we do Half a million dollar cash flow positive every month.
0: 500 k uh, cash positive per month. And what do you do with the five hundred? Does it just kind of sit in your bank account or, or how do you choose to reallocate yeah, that?
1: That's that's my biggest problem nowadays. Yeah. It sits on the bank account, bank account and it's yeah, I think it's an issue. I want to recruit faster, but we 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 have difficulties recruiting faster good developers.
0: Would you ever deploy that capital and go buy companies to add to your product suite?
1: No, it's not our strategy. We prefer to grow uh, organically, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because we have, we have a strong company culture. And I'm not sure if we buy it, we will just spread the culture. It, it wouldn't help. We have a way to operate, which is very different from traditional companies. And I'm afraid that if we buy, uh, we will have complexity merging the two. Well,
0: t- tell me about that. How are you different than other companies in terms of how you're operating your culture?
1: Uh, um, it's extremely R and D. So everything is managed by developers, no meetings, uh, extremely efficient. Um, uh, it's difficult to explain. It's not, there is no manager. It's, uh, mostly leaders and, uh, the people have more power than the manager usually. Okay. It's just, and so if someone comes with a title, nobody will listen to him.
0: How, so of your 580, how many are engineers? Uh, 50%. Okay, so over kind of 270, 280 are engineers. And let's say, like, break down the team that builds out your CRM app. Like, like who's the leader and how many team members and how do they work together? Um,
1: uh, We are not organized per app. We have uh, organized uh, across all apps. So if you take one app, like uh, MailChimp to send email or uh, uh, task management, I would say 85% of what you have to do to build this app is generic. Like you need a mobile interface, Interface. you need to have a front end uh, with drag and drop stuff, uh, the, the UI. Uh, you need a back end and you need uh, the uh, subscription mechanisms to make your customer pay. All those things are generic. So the, what is very specific to an app is like a CRM. It's probably 5% of the value is in this, really in the CRM. The rest is not the same. Yeah. So our team are more transversal. Uh, We do have people focus on some big apps like accounting. I think I have 10 people maximum, which is one of the biggest.
0: Interesting. Tell me quickly about your pricing page. It's one of the more unique pricing pages I've seen where I put a number of users at the top. And then you have about 30 different checkboxes of things I can check to add on my apps. And then you have extra integrations like FedEx, DHL, and EasyPost and eBay. I mean, is this page effective for you?
1: Yes. uh, It took us a lot of years to understand the right way to do it um so basically we have two axes one is per user and you pay per according to the number of user and one is per application so like if you need a crm it's a few dollars if you need an accounting it's a few dollars not related to the number of user but if you and then you have a price per user
0: yep and then you essentially it's a matrix and you multiply the two and that's how you get your price
1: no we assume the two not multiply
0: you sum them both yes if i put 10 users in though right at, 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 and i select you're invoicing at 12 bucks a month and your sales at 12 bucks a month. You're saying, I mean, it would take, so 12 plus 12 is 24 times the 10, correct? 10 users. No,
1: it's not times, it's plus.
0: I'm confused. You're multiplying users times the total sum no. of all the per I mean, that's what your thing's doing right now. I'm, I'm looking at my screen, 10 users for two products, each 12 bucks a month. So it's 24 bucks a month for invoicing and sales for 10 users. What?
1: Yeah, you have 10 users plus 20, 20 bucks. I don't have the same numbers because the numbers depend on the country. So, so you're saying the total
0: pricing think. would be $30 a month? Uh,
1: let me check. I will check in your country, in the United yeah. States.
0: I think this might be a language thing that you and I are getting tripped up on because your, your, pricing, your pricing page is telling me 10 users times 24 is 240, then a user discount of 40 bucks. So the total per month is 236.
1: Uh, what, what app did you choose? Invoicing, invoicing and,
0: sales? and sales. Yeah. I just want to get to the point of you're multiplying number of users
1: times. But invoicing and sales is actually free because for us, if you use only a few apps, it's free. So let's add CRM. You will have 10 users multiplied by $20. Exactly. So it is multiplied. It's
0: multiplied. It's multiplied.
1: Just for the users. And yes. then the apps is added.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I thought we might just be getting caught up there. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, by the way, I, I love it. It's. I mean, your pricing page is built around your pricing axes, which I mean, I, I assume allows you to drive incredible expansion of 30%, which you already articulated. So congratulations on that. Um, any plans to raise capital today? No. Any plans to exit? Uh,
1: no, we we might have a secondary exit to help one of our investors to, to go out. But we plan to... I, we have too much money. We don't know what to do. Yeah. With
0: it, so why, why would you do a secondary though? Right. So like, why not just pay yourself out operating dividends out of the 500 gain in kind of why cash it's flow not from
1: for me. me. It's not for me. One of the VC, uh, one of the funds uh, need to exit for its own reasons.
0: Would you so, buy them out as the company using your cash flow? Uh,
1: no, it's too much.
0: Oh, uh, so you'd have to raise a little bit. Yeah. Would you ever look at venture debt?
1: Uh, Yeah, but no, never. Uh, We had regular debt, but not venture debt.
0: Would you consider venture? A lot of companies like Wistia are using venture debt to buy out early investors.
1: Yeah, uh, that would be a lot. Uh, We are talking about hundreds of millions of dollars.
0: Oh, they're asking you to pay a big multiple on the 12 million they put in, not just help them recover the cash.
1: Ah, maybe. Uh, I'm not yet... I don't... To be think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i I basically yeah. just
0: want to understand. So like they've put in 12 million and what you're saying is you've talked to them. They want to get bought out, but they want to get bought out at like a 10 X multiple or like a hundred X multiple.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and you're saying to raise that cash would be a lot.
1: Yeah, I think the cash will be way too much for the company to buy it, whether we use debt or not.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very good, Fabian. Let's uh, Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Um, um, the, bat, the hard thing about hard batting. things. Yeah. I'll think about hard things.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? No. Number three, what billing tool do you guys use?
1: Uh, Odoo. <laughs>
0: uh, what's underlying like authorize.net or Stripe or what?
1: Uh, we have a mix according to the different, according to the country. We use Stripe we use authorize and, uh, Ogun in Genico. Spell it. Ingenico.
0: Ingenico. I- oh yeah,
1: yeah. M-G-E-N-C-O.
0: Yeah. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: How many? Uh, sleep uh, seven.
0: Okay, it's good. And With what's you? Your, I'd like to do more. <laughs> what's your situation, Fabian? You married single kids? Married two kids. Married two kiddos. And how old are you?
1: Five, seven. No, you. Ah, 39.
0: 39. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Guys, there you have it from Fabian. Started off as a services company back in 2005, then pivoted in 2010 into a SaaS company, now serving 11,000 customers that paid about 200, 300 bucks per month, doing 2.6 million bucks per month, or about 31 million bucks per year in terms of SaaS run rate. Another 9 million on top of that in terms of professional services. They've done this by just raising 12 million bucks in capital, cash flow positive every month, adding 500,000 bucks in free cash flow to their bank account. 580 people based between Belgium, U.S., New York City, and other remote locations, 20% revenue churn per year. That's gross. 30% net expansion means he's got about 110% net revenue retention annually, spending 2400 bucks to get a new customer. So a 12-month payback period. Fabian, thank you so much for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you.